as we continue with understanding what it means to pray dangerous prayers. We started last week and we talked about the break me prayer as a dangerous prayer. Uh, Prayers that cause us to surrender our will to the Lord. And in Matthew's gospel, the 16th chapter, we talked about Matthew 16, 24, and 25, and how it suggests to us that the only way to live the abundant life uh, that Christ died for us to have is to give it up. And so we know that death has to occur. We see it with Jesus. He died in order that we may live. Death had to occur to atone for our sins. But even in our relationship with God, understanding that he desires to get the most glory out of our lives mean that we have to, it means that we have to understand that death must occur. After all, it was Jesus uh, who spoke uh, to his disciples and let them know Uh, that everybody who desires to follow after him is going to have to take up their cross to follow him. That's a, uh, a way of saying there has to be a death to our will and our desires, meaning not that God does not give us some of the things that we want or allow us to partake in some of what we want, but it means that God's will is the will that matters. That God is sovereign and God is powerful and God is in charge. Uh, and, And so God as creator is Lord of our lives. Uh, Jesus is Lord of our lives, uh, that uh, when it comes down to all of it, that he has the final say. And what does that have to do with death? There's a death, a dying to our will, to our own desires. We call it dying to the flesh when we're talking about sin. But what if it's not sin? What if it's simply a matter of choosing what God prefers over what we prefer? We saw it with Jesus going to the cross. When he said, Father, if there's any way that you can take this cup from me, would you take it? But not my will, but thy will be done. We saw it when Hannah, who prayed and and grieved and cried unto the Lord because she desired to be a mother and to give birth to a child, to have a child, who when given the most prized possession that she could ever possibly think of, the thing that was the deepest desire of her heart and soul, that she surrendered him and gave him back unto the Lord for service. We saw it in Paul's life after he was converted, even when told of the great suffering and 
insurmountable trials he would have to face in order to walk the walk uh, that he was being called to, to be the one who was to reach the Gentiles, he still did it. He laid down his will to take on what God desired for him. We see it in the life of Mary, who is a young girl, when God calls her to birth Jesus, to birth the Savior. Uh, she says to God that it is God's will that will be done. She says, be it unto me, as you have said. And so we see in scripture over and over again, those who were called upon by God and used greatly, we see them lying down their lives and breaking prayers help us to do just that. Breaking up the fallow ground, not my will, but your will, oh God. And Jonah, the book of Jonah, uh, we see an example of a breaking of the will that happens oftentimes in our lives. And Jonah, you know the story, you're familiar with the story. Uh, Jonah is uh, called by God uh, as a prophet to go to Nineveh. And he is to speak of uh, the oracles of God. He is to proclaim what thus saith the Lord. And Jonah does not want to do it. It says that immediately after God spoke to him and told him what to do, uh, Jonah ran from God and he uh, fled to Tarshish. He got on the ship to go to Tarshish uh, because he knew uh, that God would be merciful if the people repented. And he did not want the people of Nineveh to repent and to uh, be able to experience the grace and the mercy of God. And so he runs from God. So I'm picking up in Jonah, the second chapter, from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God, because he had been swallowed up by the fish. Because of his disobedience, he had to be thrown overboard because the great and powerful storm that was about to destroy the ship uh, was impacting the ship so violently uh, that he fled to go to Tarshish on uh, that they uh, were afraid and they were throwing things overboard. And Jonah confesses and says, the reason that you are experiencing these trials is because I'm being disobedient. Uh, they, he says, throw me overboard. They threw him overboard uh, and he is swallowed up by a great fish. And so from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God. He said, in my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me. From the depths of the grave, I called uh, for help and you listened to my cry. You hurled me into the deep, into the very heart of the seas and the currents swirled about me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I look again uh, toward your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me. The deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. 
to the roots uh, of the mountains, I sank down. Uh, the earth beneath uh, barred uh, me in forever. But you brought up my life from the pit, O oh Lord, my God. I remembered you, uh, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless, worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. But I, uh, with a song of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will make good. Salvation comes from the Lord. That's a breaking prayer. That's a breaking prayer. And we know it's a breaking prayer because the one who decided he would run from God, the one who decided that he did not want to do God's will uh, because he did not want to see the people of Nineveh uh, in the graces of God had run from God uh, so because he was so intent on not doing the will of God. But once he is cast uh, into the seas and once seaweed is wrapped around his head and once the winds and the waves have, have scared him senseless, once the, the waves and the breakers have swept over him and he is swallowed by the fish, he recognizes that even in his disobedience that God has reached out to him. He says, you brought my life up from the pit. In other words, he knew that without being swallowed up by the fish, that he would have faced certain death. And so inside uh, the belly of the fish, he is crying out to God, recognizing that God has spared his life. And he says, what I have vowed, I will make good. That's a prayer that is uh, the sign of a, a, of a man who has been broken, whose will has been broken, and he is now, instead of trying to tell God what to do, he has conformed his will to God's will by saying, what I have vowed, I will make good. In other words, he says, uh, what I promised to do when I answered the call to be a prophet, when I uh, was in the uh, holy temple when I was walking with you. The things I promised to do, I will make good on them because salvation comes from the Lord. In other words, you can do what you want with your grace, with your mercy. Salvation comes from you and not from me. It's not for me to decide. His will has been broken and he conforms to the will of God, because brokenness leads to obedience. That's why it's important for us to pray uh, 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 prayers that are uh, break me prayers, uh, because brokenness leads to obedience. Listen, it's better for us uh, to allow uh, ourselves uh, to absolutely surrender and conform to the will of God rather than for us to be broken by God, by life circumstances, or for God to allow life circumstances to break us. Uh, when God calls us for the death of our will or the breaking uh, of our will, uh, we should answer him truthfully. Jonah does go ahead and do exactly as God says. 
Uh, in chapter three, uh, verses uh, one through three, we find that. Verse three says specifically, Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. But then we find in verse four that Jonah is angry because God is compassionate toward Nineveh. When God calls for the death of our will, we should answer him truthfully. Jonah was obedient. And so his will was broken. He prayed the broke, uh, break me prayer. But after he has faithfully done what God called him to do, he is angry in his heart. But he is truthful with God. We got to answer God truthfully, even in, in the moments of being broken, because brokenness leads to truth in the inward parts. Listen, God knows what's on the inside already. No sense pretending. And Jonah shows us right here that he's not pretending. It says Jonah was greatly displeased and became angry. He prayed to the Lord, oh God, is this not what I said when I was still at home? That is why I was so quick to flee to Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious God and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, oh God, take my life, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. <laughs> Ooh, what that teaches us is that although we can be broken in a moment, pride can still come right on back in. Anger can still be right there in our hearts. That is why it's important to pray uh, uh, break me prayers and to constantly and consistently ask God to search what's in our hearts and to reveal it to him truthfully. There are going to be consequences either way. Consequences are not always bad. We've put a negative connotation on that word consequences, but sometimes consequences are good. There are good consequences and bad consequences. So either way, there are going to be consequences to what our decisions are, what our prayers are, what our will is. And so when we conform to the will of God, there are still consequences that come from and show up in our lives. For Jonah, even though he conformed and did what God said, he was still upset when the other shoe dropped. He was angry. And the consequence of that anger was not God uh, destroying him we see that the book ends with Jonah still angry. And what that says is that God, in his loving care and his compassion toward us, even though he corrects us, even though he rebukes us, even though he has to teach us and show us another way, a better way, the most excellent way uh, through his love, uh, that it's okay to wrestle with him until you get it right. God can handle it. And so our break me prayers are not 
always going to bring an instantaneous deliverance. Because there are so many levels, we're like onions to this thing. But when we pray the break me prayers, we will come out having died to our will and been obedient to the will of God. And we do so truthfully, honestly, and we wrestle until we get that thing right. We thank you, Lord, that you don't condemn us because in Christ Jesus, there is now therefore no condemnation. So we thank you for your grace that covers us and for another opportunity to get it right. We pray that you cause us in our hearts to pray, break me prayers, where we surrender our will to your will. And we know that when your will is done, that great things happen. How can a great harvest come except the seed falls to the ground and dies? And from that is where you produce the harvest. And so God, we cry out, give us the courage to pray prayers that conform us to your will and not our own. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.